Hi, I'm Bashar and you're listening to Skirmish Podcast. This is episode 8. We're back after a long break and our guest today is Alicia Serrata, an App Store Optimization Specialist from Tap to Play in Belarus. Alicia, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I'm happy to be with you tonight and thank you for inviting me. So my name is Alicia Serrada and uh, I have a background in journalism and PR and I moved to uh, game uh, marketing uh, several years ago. used to work for a number of big and small uh, game studios in Minsk and uh, now I'm working for a minor publisher. We are not a big company but we already have some nice projects and you can join us if you want uh, to try this evil world of free-to-play games with advertisement and stuff. Awesome, Uh, so your company is a publisher, are you focused mainly on Belarus made games or your focusing going international uh you know we don't even always know where the games are made in what country they are made we are not trying to find uh belarusian or russian developers because sometimes we don't even know if they are from belarus or russia we are working on the international market as most publishers do because uh, it's not a local business it's a global business uh-huh. And your focus is free-to-play mobile apps only? Yes, yes, we only accept uh, free-to-play games. We like puzzles, we like uh, arcades, we like uh, small games with uh, some uh, interesting twist. Uh, and uh, the monetization model is mostly adver- uh, rewarded advertisement. Okay, so not pay to uh, play or buy in-game uh, Equipments. Yeah, that's our that's our main specialization. That's what we do now. Mm. Uh, do you roll exactly at tap to play? Can you elaborate more about it? Uh, I'm, I, I entered the company as an uh, App Store uh, optimization specialist and uh, that's kind of what happens when you are an ASO specialist because uh, there are not a lot of us and uh, you are being hunted all your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, when I ent- uh, but my only condition was uh, that I want to work with games so they kind of uh, split my time between App Store optimization and uh, a bit of uh, creative work, creative and marketing work in the game department. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you say App Store optimization, uh, I can relate more to uh, web uh, optimization, which you can uh, try to build backlinks to your site and keep updating it with blog posts. The apps don't work this way. There is no, there is no constant block updates, for example, uh, as in websites, and there isn't frequent apps coming out. So can you tell us more about your day-to-day work in that area? Uh, you know, actually, uh, what you said about uh, web uh, search engine, uh, uh, sorry, web search optimization is uh, still completely true related in relation to uh, Google Play apps and the games. Uh, we also have to have backlinks, and you have to uh, have uh, updates uh, really frequent. You have to update your uh, app or game really frequently, and you have to. Uh, actually, there are a lot of things you can do, uh, and they will affect your visibility. And uh, that's why uh, the uh, 
the that's why uh, Google Play is actually harder to achieve like uh, good impressive results uh, with just uh, small optimization. If you have uh, Google Play apps, you have to put a lot of effort into it and to do everything that you've mentioned about um, uh, optimization of a web page and even more and more and more. So I'm mostly working with the App Store because there are less uh, things to do, less things that you can do, and uh, there, there are even less options, even fewer options after the uh, update of uh, iOS 11. Uh, and that's uh, what I really like to talk about because I see some new challenges as well as new opportunities for indie game developers. Mm -hmm. uh, just to uh, iterate more about the uh, Google uh, Store, do you think the problem is more related to the massive number of games that are released on the Android compared to the iOS because there isn't that strict filtering? No, no, it's totally unrelated. Of course, it mm. is related in a way, but uh, the main difference is in the company's DNAs. Mm. Uh, Google is a search engine after all. They have this massive uh, analytics. Uh, they have these algorithms, algorithms uh, search algorithms. They have artificial intelligence of... Uh, any kind, so they are really uh, an anal analytical platform. And uh, what they do, they uh, have already obtained huge amount of data uh, during the last uh, 15 or even 20 years, and they rely on that. And uh, I, I would put it so, uh, most work on Google Play, as well as in all other Google services is done by bots, mm -hmm. by bots and artificial intelligence. And that's why it's really hard to cheat on uh, Google because they already know uh, all kinds of tricks you might want to play on them. And Apple is a hardware company. So they are really, and also they really apply a lot of manual labor. I mean the labor of our viewers, labor of editors. Mm -hmm. There are real people behind the App Store. And it's as long as it, it's a people to people mm -hmm. <laughs> connection, uh, there are some ways uh, to like to play around uh, a bit and find some loopholes and get your app promoted in this or that way. And uh, there is the human factor. We all know that review it. your success depends so much on the reviewer's mood sometimes. Mm -hmm. So there are still kind of a lot of opportunities uh, to go. And uh, what I really would like to highlight is that the new iOS 11 becomes even more hand-picked, even more uh, edited and curated by curated by real people and that's uh, what we should that's whom we should address not like with google play not like with uh, uh, algorithms there are real people here there are real they are real people there and you can actually like impress those people not just uh, find the right algorithm to reach them mm -hmm. since you uh, mentioned ios 11 what new opportunities do you think it offers for game developers right now uh, the uh, huge uh, innovation, there's a huge innovation, it's the 
uh, App Store category uh, named Indie, uh, just Indie for Indie developers. There are, of course, several uh, other new categories, such as uh, AR and Kids, and some other categories got a little bit updated. But uh, what we see now is that Apple has been always uh, favoring uh, indie developers like who make beautiful games, you know, those creative guys like rock stars of uh, game development. And uh, now they are stressing it even more. They are highlighting it even more. So they have these uh, daily... Uh, these daily news, this, uh, you know, the first section on the, uh, on, on the App Store... And they also have these new categories, which are uh, strictly curated. Uh, by, they are run by editors. They are not uh, like uh, top ratings, as we are uh, use. Like no, there are not. There are no ratings actually. There are only uh, collections and uh, up of the day and uh, up of uh, something, whatever, and also articles about our favorite developers, articles about our favorite games, games uh, that rely on art or games that rely on, I don't know, games about cats, games about uh, laser unicorns, uh, whatever. Uh, so these are, these are actually, it means actually more uh, space for featuring it means that featuring becomes even more important on the App Store right now. So when you are making a game, uh, think you shouldn't think like you should start from thinking: How could it be featured? Uh, in which collection uh, should uh, the editor put it? Like, is it a game about art? Is it a game about cats? And it brings us to uh, to the core, like to more careful planning of your. Uh, product at a very early stage. Mm. Uh, and how do I plan this? How do I try to tap into this pool of editors and have my game in front of them for consideration? Is there anything I should take or it's I just submit it and wish for the best? No, of course, uh, uh, every developer uh, should try to contact the reviewers. There are contact emails and also uh, Apple representatives, they travel around the world, they visit conferences, they, uh, so to say, drink with developers. Sometimes they don't reveal who they are, but they are also people and they like to... Like they like to go and see what's happening around. Also, there are there are regional ed editors. So if you are in Russia, it's much easier for you to be noticed by the editor of a Russian app store. Although in iOS 11, there is very very little difference. Actually, I think there they even don't have like the Russian editors team. I mean, for the like uh, for uh, articles. For example, I think they still use articles and collections from the uh, U.S. store. Uh, but anyway, there are regional editors who pick uh, their favorite games or best games, and it's uh, always been like that. So you should uh, at least uh, be present at your local scene. Uh, it means that uh, traditional PR might still work. You should be in the spotlight. You should uh, attend events. You should create your 
own uh, events or whatever. At least uh, go back to traditional PR and see what celebrities do to get noticed because the App Store is actually uh, becoming even more like this uh, celebrity business. Uh, game developers become celebrities. They are portrayed, uh, featured uh, in the today's section, so to say. And uh, you, if you do like them, if you like try to become more of a star and less of, a, I don't know, uh, some technical specialist, then you have better chances to actually step into that spotlight and to be featured and maybe someone would write an article about you and it would be in the, like in, uh, in the App Store. Uh, what about AR? AR? Apple obviously have unleashed the power of AR with this iOS 11. What do you think about it? How is it going to affect the roadmap for game developers? Well, what we've seen so far is that every uh, major game developer or publisher has done at least some product uh, in AR. Even the, even Ketchup, this like a publisher of really simple, uh, simple little games. Even they made uh, the first thing they did. They released uh, uh, one of their popular games, a stack in VR, so you can build a stack of blocks. Oh, on the, on the table in front of you or whatever. Yeah, so, and basically every major publisher has released something about AR right now. And, of course, there is this category and uh, most of these apps are featured if they are good. Of course, there, is still, there are still limitations. Uh, we know that not everyone has uh, this technical uh, possibility to... Uh, use uh, to to, to up, even to update the iOS 11 and to use all of its features, not on all uh, phones, not on all devices, and this gap will remain for a while. Uh, but anyway, everyone did at least something in AR, and um, I think there there's even more to be done. And of course, there's always the question of playability of fun, but. Uh, developers take familiar genres and transform them into something that fits into our ordinary environment. And uh, there are a lot of uh, opportunities to try. Yeah, there are a lot of opportunities, but so far the only blockbuster AR is Pokemon Go, of course, which arrived before iOS 11. I've tried some uh, AR games with iOS 11. They are fun, but nothing still groundbreaking. Do you think we're gonna have a blockbuster like within a year? Uh, yes, yes, that's exactly what I what I mean when I say about uh, like playability and fun. Uh, you need real talents. You need some uh, really smart game mechanics, uh, and uh, catch them all is. Uh, one of such mechanics that works, it works, uh, and it will work, it will always mm. work. Uh, uh, and of course, there is a, a Pokemon uh, Go, it's just, it's based on such a strong brand that they could basically do anything, they would still succeed. They went, if we uh, watch the history more carefully, they went, I mean, uh, Pokemon Go in AR, I only mean them. Uh, they mm. went through ups and downs. They had a major reputation cre crisis last year. And uh, after that, everyone, everyone was talking like 
probably these are the last days they are losing popularity mm. and uh, now they are back again they are still in top grossing they like even better off in top grossing they're making such a huge amount of money that we really shouldn't like uh i would say uh they we 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 shouldn't wait for them just to sink down mm-hmm. uh, just to sink uh, in this uh deep sea of uh, mediocre ar games mm-hmm. they will remain like the main uh, leader like the brand uh, the brand that like very recognizable brand but uh, collecting pokemons is not the only thing you can do in augmented reality there are like thousands of other things and we should still remember that uh, the developers they are were, like uh, they actually uh, had the many of them worked on the ingress game and it was a huge hit even before the augmented reality became a thing mm-hmm. so uh it's really easy to like of course it's not easy but there are a lot of ways you can go with uh, for example location based games i've seen really cool projects about that uh a lot of uh, things you can go with i don't know puzzles in augmented reality and uh searching for clues and whatever so the uh i would say that these uh uh this huge success of pokemon go it is also based on a huge huge budget and uh, uh, this huge huge brand not everyone has such kind of brand maybe the next breakthrough will be also coming from a huge brand and uh, uh backed up with the uh enormous money uh, maybe uh, unfortunately that's how it seems to work right now uh, but still there are a lot of niches for uh, smaller projects and more creative developers i've seen one potential project they were raising funding through the cryptocurrency uh, ethereum icos uh, it's an ar where uh, you walk around it's similar to ingress in a way uh detect that there is an enemy uh, around and you have to quickly scan and find him and point your phone at phone at him and shoot him so it's more action and i'm curious how that's going to unfold when there is traffic around you and you see someone jumping through the cars just to avoid getting shot by this <laughs> app it's, it's supposed to be released next year around around this time next year Yeah yeah I I'd like to see execution the idea seems great I'd like to see the execution of this idea <laughs> uh yes execution is also a strong word here but anyway that's one of the ways to go and uh, mobile gaming definitely needs more action based games because uh, uh there are too many like if to talk about commercial popularity i'm seeing the increase of incremental games idle games of course all those match three games and farming simulators they are not going anywhere they are still they still remain among most popular genres castle defense all these uh, games which are not exactly action based okay uh, castle defense games are more like action based but anyway uh, so uh if um, and 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 players they they don't really like uh, there are still a lot of players a lot of audiences that uh, ask for more uh, challenging games than just uh, tapping on your uh, 
don't know, a small virtual business to see it grow. And uh, it's just more, it, it just demands more creativity and better skills uh, to make something different, to make a good action game. And also the question of monetization remains because it's really hard to monetize action games. You can't put an ad into it, bec- ad into it be- because you like break the flow and uh, probably such kind of a game so these kinds of games, more action games, uh, they would return basically to a subscription model, probably. Uh, it's not on the rise right now, but um, it, there is definitely a way to go and a lot of uh, directions to develop. And yes, probably we will go back to, sub- to the subscription model or maybe we will see more paid games, uh, even though... Uh, most uh, developers and publishers are quite pessimistic about paid games. You need a really strong ban- brand. Again, you need a really strong bra- brand to support a action-based uh, game. I don't know, like Mario Go, like that. Uh, yeah, and not everyone can have Mario, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes, and that's also... It. Yes, yes, yes. And that's what I was talking about, uh, breakthrough, another breakthrough from another recognizable brand. Uh, they, like celebrities, uh, celebrity brands will rule the market in the next uh, few years. And all indie developers do is to cut, some, cut out some niche for themselves. But it's still possible. You just really have to focus all your uh, creative uh, abilities on uh, something that you and only you can do really well, creatively interesting, fascinating. And also it should be something that could be put on a shelf, you know, put in a row or in a collection of some other objects that I've told you, because that's how uh, the App Store is going to work uh, after iOS 11 becomes, becomes the default uh, operation system. Uh, now, back to App Store optimization. Uh, I'm an individual developer and I'm building my game. Uh, can you guide us through the proper phases of planning for the game PR and store optimizations from the early development stage until release and after release? Okay, of course I can. Uh, actually, uh, every developer should start from a very clear vision of uh, his or her future project. That's uh, <laughs> I'm going back to it because it's really important because that's what we don't really see as publishers. Uh, like uh, indie developers come to us and they would say something like, I want to make a game for everyone or I want to make a game to kill time on a train. Uh, no one of these developers has actually done a very simple research. You can do it if you wish. It will really open your eyes. Uh, I mean, uh, go to <laughs> go on a train or on a subway or whenever, wherever you think people play games, and just uh, take uh, just peek into other people's phones, and you will be really amazed. <laughs> I do it all the time, but they're playing a huge variety of games. You will never uh, guess who's playing what. Like uh, all the uh, gray-bearded men playing Candy Crush 
or uh, like young women playing some fighting games. It's of course there are also like more convenient games, but uh, also a lot of uh, pre-installed games. That's what you should also consider maybe. But actually, people on trains play really cool, polished, and uh, interesting games suddenly <laughs> and um, you shouldn't rely on them when you build just some game for someone with something uh, just like all other games just to kill time uh, or if you actually check what like check uh, like if you put these words like games to kill time into your uh, app store search you will see quite a few games which are not successful at all and there's not there is some search traffic there but these games are not like commercial success they're just in some convenient place and people don't really play them that much so if you are an, in, an indie developer you should start from a very clear vision you should uh, start from your core audience core audience doesn't mean everyone core audience means very specific uh, group of people who would buy your game immediately whom you should like uh, satisfy in the first place uh, so there are a lot of techniques to do it actually like uh, the like, like personas in the in traditional pers technique of personas and user experience it can really help at that stage also you should really answer the question uh, about how is your game better than your competitors games and uh, always to keep in mind that if a person has, like, if a player has a choice between your game and another game which is more polished and uh, published and promoted by a really successful developer or publisher, uh, why should this player choose your game? He or she would probably choose a better game, right? That's what you would do in such a situation. So you really have to think, like, from the start. Uh, about some situations where you don't compete with major titles. They are billionaires, they don't care. And people are actually playing what they like. People have a free choice, they don't care as well. They would play anything that pleases them, that satisfies them. Uh, so you should really find this uh, spot where you have this core audience. You are better than your competitors in some ways, which are really valuable to that audience and uh, make everything uh, to reach this exact audience. It can be big or small, but as long as it's obtained, you can scale it. And uh, of course, you should think about that too. Uh, and all these uh, qualities, uh, how are you better than your competitors? They actually become your keywords. So it's, uh, they are actually connected to App Store optimization in a way. And also, like, genres, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, but yes, that's what you should do. You should find your niche, find your core audience, and don't try to make a game for everyone to kill time on a train. Uh, great insight. Now, let's say I'm working on my competitive strategy game on mobile, and I'm approaching the release date, and... Now, how do I prepare for the launch? What what do I have to prepare? PR? 
Yeah, there are actually it's so much to talk about. There are checklists on the. I will just uh, address you to find some checklists for indie developers, indie game developers. Uh, there are a few authors that made them. Most of these uh, is still true. They just like no, actually there are thousands of things to uh, do before you launch a game, and app store optimization is also important. But uh, I have to tell you one really sad thing. Uh, only those apps that are performing rather well and okay, you have to promote your app. It has to be a really good app or a game. People should enjoy it and return to it quite often. And only then uh, you can reach something by use of App Store optimization. App Store optimization is not for losers. It simply doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, uh, it only works after you've already achieved some results. So, of course, you should plan your keywords because you would need your keywords for many, many occasions, not just for the App Store description. And uh, uh, base your marketing strategy on them, probably. It's, it's actually a really good thing to have some uh, basic semantic core of keywords that can be used anywhere from your pitch to a potential publisher and investor and to like finally to to the actual uh, keyword field in the app store description is there any tool to measure the keyword popularity yeah there are a few tools they all now as as for now they all are based on uh, native uh, Apple ads, so you can basically uh, launch or, or just plan a small uh, ad campaign uh, on Apple ads and it will give you some insights about traffic on on several, on uh, certain words. Uh, it only works for the United States and for the for the UK uh, at the moment as far as I know and I'm not sure if it will be expanded to other countries or other languages because you really need a lot of data to uh, like predict uh, yes to predict the popularity you can measure some of the traffic but traffic is not the only thing there is also relevance it means that you can like use words with a huge traffic and uh, no one will start install your app and you will just go down uh, by uh, on these keywords and also there is there are apple owns algorithms most app store optimization is basically about trying to crack apple's algorithms and uh, like to find uh, to find possible ways to like promote your app uh, by using different like small hacks with the like uh, it's mostly about hacking the app algorithm basically. Um, but anyway, this algorithm is quite smart. Still not as smart as Google algorithm, but it has clusters. It has some kind of an intelligence. It can categorize things. It can uh, like show. Uh, show some up for a specific specific keyword even if this keyword is not mentioned in the app itself but only based on uh, like external uh, parameters of relevance like people who installed this app also installed what so it's kind of a smart algorithm and you can try to use it or abuse it or just simply like uh, just rely on it because it's it does a job not really well but it does a job. 
Okay, say I released my game and there is a plethora of games released every day on the App Store. And my game, I believe, has potential. It's a good game, but no one is seeing it. And after a week or two, not enough people download and highly rate it. It's gone in the ocean of games. What can I do to try and save it? Anything? I should try. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, it's a very familiar situation. It happens all the time. It happens to, I suppose, 99% of uh, games on the App Store. Uh, what you okay? Uh, we're talking about the situation when you don't have, I don't know, ten to twenty thousand dollars to uh, launch a, a real advertising campaign. Uh, okay, you don't have this money, and it's perfectly normal. These are still like, I won't go deeper into adv uh, advertising, but it's a minefield. Okay. Uh, anyway, if you don't have these funds, if if you don't have the like, you should look. Okay, then you should look for partners. Uh, maybe partners that could help you with uh, uh, promotion. Like uh, there are a lot of uh, actually there are a lot of opportunities, and uh, if uh, of course it's better if you already have some contacts in the industry because uh, some people would like lend you some traffic. Some people will just mention you in the right place to the right person, and maybe you would get some feature here on there. Um, there are a lot of like ways. There is uh, finally there is just sheer luck. Some apps just become popular in spite of everything because it's just luck. But it it's not really like an everyday occasion. Uh, what is really important still is to find at least some core audience. Let it be I don't know ten people, twenty people, fifty people. Of course, it's better when it's at least. 100 200 people but those people should be like absolutely should absolutely love your game and they would be your um, brand ambassadors basically and uh, that's how things often work in our networking society and uh, it used to work for quite a lot of uh, smaller games when there is a like little group of supporters and then they share the game and it goes it goes more and more popular, becomes more and more popular. The most important thing is to have this core audience to start from these early adopters. And uh, the channels, how to spread the news, they can be really like different. For example, you can still use this old school Facebook sharing. Of course, not like bland sharing, make your friend uh, like uh, invite, make your friend install the game and get, I don't know, one crystal of like some value, <laughs> some questionable value. Uh, there are like smarter ways. Uh, quite a lot of apps uh, did really well on Twitter because it's shorter messages, it's uh, shorter, uh, like it's still quite uh, visually oriented so you could share like screenshots or whatever. Uh, so it's better than Facebook for some audiences. Uh, it's uh, Facebook is okay for other audiences and um, you should just look for a network. Sometimes it's just a real-life network of professionals. Say, say, like, people meet at the conferences. There are quite a lot of work going on there. Like, people recommend recommending games to each other. And uh, in the end, uh, like, a YouTuber might notice it or uh, some 
Apple review, reviewer might notice it, some Apple editor might notice it, and then it would, like, a small spark would cause a fire. But unfortunately, if it doesn't happen, you shouldn't blame yourself, because uh, I would say a very, very small percentage of uh, apps, of games, especially on the App Store, actually reach any... Um, good uh, results. Uh, they used, uh, used. They, they were st the statistics about 20% uh, rate of success. I think now it's even less than 20%. Uh, and we are still. And we are talking about success. As here we are defining success as sustainability. It's not like success, like Candy Crush saga success, or uh, say what else? A Pokemon uh, like. Uh, Pokemon Go success. Yeah, it's uh, just uh, people were able to pay back for, for but to pay back the adapts that they <laughs> like took to develop this game. And uh, so you should just try. Like I say, I see uh, most potential in finding very little audience, but making it extremely dedicated and then uh, growing it uh, literally like one by one and at some moment it just becomes fashionable to talk about your game and then we see like huge breakthroughs sometimes sometimes we don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, so from an indie's perspective with limited budget do you think they should set aside a specific budget for marketing app store optimization or apple search ads or that's you would uh, say is not the not always a priority for and the they can manage by themselves i would say you should set at least some uh, budget on apple ads and app store optimization store optimization is quite easy to do by yourself but you will have to invest um, some time into it uh, i mean you will uh, you will have to research what's happening you shouldn't pay, you really shouldn't pay any like big money to any App Store uh, optimization specialist. I'm saying it as an App Store optimization specialist <laughs> and I'm really tired of people who like think I can just change one keyword and then it will become a huge international success tomorrow. It's not how it works, it's oh, basically sure. a lottery. <laughs> yes, but there are a lot of people who uh, like uh, capitalize on that. People come to them and people ask for something and they give uh, something to them, but uh, the return of, on, of investments is really low in this sphere. So you should be careful without all, with all that. Um, but anyway, you should uh, try at least small campaign uh, of Apple ads because it also affects uh, your app, your uh, uh, visibility. I mean your position on keywords for based on certain keywords. And also you will have an amazing chance to test your product and to see the conversion rate, to see uh, like. Mm, like to check your basic metrics because like uh, most people see Apple ads, most users see Apple ads as some as something organic because they don't really distinguish between uh, the ad and the next best search result. So these are mostly like people who just don't know that this is an advertising. It's very native. So when you're buying Apple Ads, you're basically just buying uh, the first place in the App Store chart for a while. And if you can afford it, you should try it even with a smaller budget. 
because you will get some audience, you can uh, then research this audience and uh, if the things are going right, you can upscale this audience and this is exactly what, this is exactly your goal. Uh, and I know, you, I know you just recently joined Tap to Play, right? How long have you been there? I've been there like this, this summer. Yes, probably like started this summer. Uh, yes, uh, so we are only at the beginning of our own way and we'll see where it goes. Uh, but the company exists. Uh, the company used to be the marketing department uh, for some really... Uh, well, like really successful gaming projects of the company. So, and most people who work in our team have uh, really, <laughs> really good, <laughs> like really worthy experience in the game industry already. So it's not like we are like came from nowhere. It's already there are already some really great cases. I can't talk about most of them, but if you. Find us uh, on uh, tap2play.me. You will probably recognize our uh, best success. Uh, still not, still not uh, as a publisher, but already as a marketing department. Okay, so for people building free-to-play uh, mobile games, uh, can they get in touch with you? Uh, they can just write to publishing. Uh, uh, at um, free to play me. Oh, yeah, sorry, sir. Tap to play me. Uh, please note there are, uh, we are tap to play me <laughs> because there are also other companies called uh, the same name. It's like unfortunately, <laughs> but you can just write to publishing uh, at uh, tap to play me or um, I don't know <laughs> for try to find me and contact me and I will maybe. Uh, like give some consultation maybe even for free because I like to talk to people okay uh, th that's great and are there any specific criteria specific type of games inside the free-to-play industry you're looking for I I must say that uh, tap to play only uh, accepts games with good retention good at least good first day retention of course we are giving out some advice how to improve uh, retention but if it's bad from the start then we probably <laughs> won't <laughs> won't talk to you for like um, and good is okay we all want like 50% uh, but Maybe 35 to 40 is still okay. I'm talking about the first day retention. Also, we like uh, puzzles, we like uh, arcade games, we like action-based games. You can actually check us uh, on the you know, on the App Store. We have a few projects running uh, right now. So there, are, there is a nice puzzle. There is nice uh, arcade. Uh, there is uh, this uh, this uh, survival game, uh, the Ark, uh, quite successful one. Um, sometimes there are more projects, but we are testing testing them, and then sometimes we leave them, sometimes we remove them from our account. So you might see all kinds of games there just for testing purposes. Mm -hmm. So you're looking for published games, not games in development. No, no, we're looking for all kinds of games, oh, okay. uh, games and development as well. It's just easier to, like, 
you know, play a game <laughs> if it's already made. Okay. Sometimes it's difficult to play a game which is not ready yet. And mm. uh, you can, like, contact us at any stage. Uh, but we would still prefer uh, games that had at least some soft launch so they could measure the retention. Okay. Great. Uh, well, uh, Alessia, we're uh, at the end of the show. I'd like to thank you so much for your insight and your time today. I know you have a busy schedule. You're traveling around and you managed to give us this one hour. So. Oh, sure. It was a very pleasant hour. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm well. looking forward. Like you can, like, as, I've said, as I've said, you can uh, contact me and ask me about anything. I can share my experience. Great. Thanks a lot. And if anyone is interested, I will send them your way. Okay. Okay, well, uh, thanks a lot and let you have a good night. Thank you, same to you. Bye. bye. Okay, bye, see you.